Hey guys, I'm Jason Guyman, host of the King of Pressure Wash podcast. I am a self-employed entrepreneur. I grew my pressure washing business to a million dollar business in just under five years. And now I'm helping hundreds of pressure washers start and grow their pressure washing business also. I'm helping you so that you can be the king of pressure washing in your area. Today's show is going to be an awesome show on the King of Pressure Wash podcast. Are you ready to get to the next level? Let's get started. What up, guys? Jason Guyman here with Pressure Wash Help, King of Pressure Washing. I don't want this in my main one. Um, and today, I want to just talk a little bit about what we need to be to become a pressure washer. What do we need to be able to grow a pressure washing business? And what are some things that you can do to take action? And so, I hope everyone is having a great or had a great Mother's Day and you got to see your mother or you sent her something to appreciate what you have as a mother. Now, so I was not able to do my Zoom call because I had a lot of mother stuff going on between my mom and my in-laws. Um, and so I am going to do the Zoom call on Tuesday night. Tuesday night at 9 o'clock Eastern, um, I will be doing the Zoom call then. So if you want to check that out, you do have to be a member. So you can go to pressurewashhelp.com slash free and give you 30 days free. So what do we need to do to become successful? What are some things that we need to be able to start a business, a legit business, and be able to have the things that we need to do. So the first thing is I'm going to kind of go over that. I've gotten some questions in my group, and it's going to be easier for me to do it on here versus the other way. I'm a pressure washer. Come on, Jason, do it. So let's get this ball rolling, and let's get this thing going down the road. So the first thing and the main thing that we need to be able to start a pressure washing business, and a lot of people get this wrong. A lot of people go to number three and forget about number one and number two. And number one is, is we got to have customers. If we don't have customers, we don't have a business. You know, a lot of times people think, well, I'll just I'll just buy all this equipment and the the customers will just come. Well, I'm going to give you a little little problem with that. It don't work that way. Very few times have I seen people go out there and get all this equipment and never get customers and have and have the heck of a time struggling for customers. How you doing, Mr. Donovan? So, that said, we have to be able to get customers. You know, I've seen some junk equipment out there starting a pressure washing business. Greg Townsend started last year with a 2.3 pressure washer out of the back of a pickup truck, unloading and loading it, and with no extra hose, and did, and, and that is how he started his pressure washing business. He didn't go out. He didn't have $5,000, $10,000, to buy all this equipment. So what did he do? He went out and bought a, a used 2.3 pressure washer to get started. Can we do that? Yes. Is it ideally? 
No, but it can definitely happen. You know, look at this here. I landed a $19,000 townhouse HOA job. Then I ordered my equipment. You know, this is some things that we can do. Um, and, and yes, if you get into Facebook groups, and yes, if you get into those things, are you going to have haters about this? Absolutely, you're going to have haters about it. But you know what? Haters are always going to hate. Let them hate in the Facebook groups. Let them go over there and be bickering about everything else and not worrying about their own business. Because you know what? It don't help them grow their business at the end of the day. We're always going to have haters. So equipment does not get us. So we have to have customers. So the very first thing is, and now I understand too that, you know, some things that I'm going to tell you that you may not, you might need some equipment or you might need to be able to prove that you have equipment. And one thing is, is, you know, our Google My Business, you know, we do our Google My Business right. This thing can generate us a lot of business at the end of the day. We start working for those five-star reviews and we start getting those five-star reviews. Guess what? That is going to make our business grow and make it get uh, more and more successful. Next thing, you know, we can do in the Facebook groups and the Facebook post and all of that kind of stuff. You know, my truck, a $1,000 truck makes $1,500 to $3,000 a day. And that is what I'm talking about. You know, we get in these big habits and we see all these nice big rigs and nice big everything, brand new trucks. And that is not what's going to start and grow your business. I'm sorry. You know, go out there and get your signs, get everything you can do to be able to grow it. And yes, you are 100% right. Five-star reviews are very, very important. <coughs> I think a lot of people forget how important your five-star reviews are. Um, you get into this habit of doing things that you don't need to be doing and you forget about our five-star reviews. So the next thing is, is um, so obviously we got to be able to get customers, whether we do that through Google My Business, through Facebook, through Signs, through Nextdoor, through um, Google Ads, through SEO. Uh, and, and remember, you know, None of these things, there's a few things that we can do to get business pretty quickly. You know, signs, we it's going to get us business quickly. Facebook, going to get us business quickly. Nextdoor, going to get us business quickly. Networking is going to get us some business, but it's not going to probably be really fast. Google Ads is going to get us business really quickly. Google My Business will start it, but it's not going to be real fast because you got to be able to show Google that you are doing it. Research shows, I want to read this here. Research shows 70% of people go to Google before they hire someone. And I agree to that 100%. Um, you know, and so this is some things that I, I, I don't agree with that 100% because I've gotten a lot of business off signs and different Facebook and all of that kind of stuff. It's just who, how people are searching. You know, if people are searching on Google, that's how they're going to find you. I know people that don't have Google, lick of Google, anything, and they've made a lot of money. And I'm going to tell you, for instance, this guy right up here, Donovan, he made almost a million dollars. He did make over a million dollars last year. And until last year, he just bought him a website and just started doing SEO. 
been in business for many years, never had a website, never had SEO. It was a very basic landing page was the website. Nothing fancy, nothing special. Now, last year he spent some money. Since he made a lot of money, he was able to spend money to put into that. But until then, he never put nothing into it. So to say that, oh, you got to have this amazing website and you got to have this amazing SEO and all this other stuff is baloney. There's other ways to get it there. You know, I will preach that to the end. That is just one way of getting business. A lot of people get hung up and stuck up on this. I got to get SEO. I got to do all this other stuff. And that is not always the case. I know a lot. I can tell you Bobby Walker. Bobby Walker just did that last year too. He just put a lot of money into website and SEO. Before the three or four years before that, he never spent a dime on it. He spent very little on a crappy website and on different things. That is not what, you know, people think I got to have this fancy stuff to get there. You know, fancy equipment, fancy everything. We don't have to do it. You know, Greg Townsend did $80,000 last year out of the back of a pickup, 94 pickup, and he never had a website till this year. So, and you, you can't, so people say that, that you got to have this stuff. That's fine and dandy, but you also got to remember that you're not the only fish in the sea when it comes to Google and SEO. There's a whole lot of fish and there's some big fish in there that have spent lots of money to get ranked where they are. And so those are some things that you got to look at. Um, next thing, we need heart. We need the heart. And, and the reason why I put that in there is number two is heart over equipment. Because if you don't have the heart to do it, if you don't have a vision to do it, if you don't have a why to do it, you're going to fail. That's just the way it is. There's a reason why we need to have a vision. There's a reason why we need to have uh, the heart to do it. Because when it when it gets hard, and yes, it's going to get hard. It's not all easy. It's not all roses. It's not all, you know, sunshine and daisies. It's going to get hard. And if you don't have heart to keep you going, that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a thing that's going to be like, well, I just give up. I've seen a lot of rigs get bought for twenty, thirty thousand dollars and get sold for ten dollars and $15,000. And yes, that can happen. I've seen it over and over and over and over. And so you just got to remember that you got to have the heart and keep pushing. And a lot of times you got to have the mentality to keep growing, you know, and, and especially in the world that we're living in today. If you're not willing to keep raising your prices, if you're not willing to keep pushing and keep trying to push your prices up more and more, you're going to be failing because here's the thing. Things are going up, period. I don't care what it is. Everything is going up. Gas. You know, I've heard that there might be an SH, um, um, there might be an SH um, problem. Well, what are you going to do to be able to keep getting SH to clean? Are you just going to be like, well, I guess I'm just going to be out of business? Or are you going to be using that to your advantage of, hey, our cleaning solution is very, you know, and that's why we got to charge premium prices. My bleach is going up. My costs are going up. And I guess what? You're the customer it gets passed on to. Um, because, you know, we can go down the road of, well, I'll just keep losing my profit, losing my profit. 
Well, if you're if you're going to work for nothing, you might as well just get on unemployment and do nothing, and you're going to make fifteen bucks an hour. And I don't want you to do that, and I don't agree with that at all. But that's what's happening right now, and so you got to make sure that you keep pushing and doing what you need to do. I'm getting my yard sign and door hangers designed as we speak. Don't overthink your yard signs. I mean, here, I'll give you a yard sign. This is a yard sign. Right here, this is a money-making yard sign. Power washing, pressure washing, not even house washing, and a large phone number. This right here will get your phone ringing like no other. People want to go down the road of adding all these fancy things and all these colors and they're coming out to be five, ten dollars a piece. And you're like, oh, my God, I can't put out this ten dollar sign. They're going to pick it up. Well, guess what? When you put out your ten dollar sign, I can put out three of these three dollar signs and I can get more business with these than you are with them. Ten dollar, fifteen dollar signs. Now, you might say, well, they don't look good at. People don't care what you're doing at this point when we're doing this here. This isn't branding. You know, well, people, well, I'm not branding myself. Branding. What the F is branding? A logo? If you think logo is branding yourself, you need to read a book called, I just had Primal Branding. A logo means nothing. Primal branding is what um, branding is. There's seven things of primal branding. And logo is just one minute thing out of the seven things. So if you think that, oh, my logo is my branding. I'm going to make it big with my logo. Well, your logo don't mean jack squat. And people aren't going to remember your logo. And I'm sorry if I'm telling you and you're hurting your feelings. But your logo, a lot of people get hung up on this stupid logo. And they won't start their business because they kind of get their logo done and all of this stuff. And, you know... Branding is nice, but the logo is one thing. Read the book. It's called Primal Branding. And I wasn't even going to go down this road, but I'm going to go down it. <laughs> primal, and I want to make sure you understand what I'm saying when I say this too. Primal Branding. This book here will tell you how and everything you need to know about the seven things to grow your branding. And so when you grow your branding, this is what it's about. It's not about a logo. A logo does nothing. It, there's seven things in primal branding that you need to do. So you can go get it on an audio book and you can do it that way. I would highly, if you're worried about a, uh, if you're worried about a logo, I would highly recommend you go read Primal Branding. It's a, it's a great read, and it talks about lots of different things. You know, it talks about the Marine Corps and the, and the values they have. It talks about Chick-fil-A. It talks about all the different things out there and all the things we need to do. So, you know, when we talk about branding, and oh, I'm, I'm branding my business with my logo, and yes, you can give me your thumbs down for that, and that's fine. But that is only one thing in branding. There's a whole lot of other things that go into what branding is. And when you think about it, and when you hear this book and you read more into it, you're like, you know what? That's true. Because here's the thing. Coca-Cola and Pepsi pay a whole lot of money for branding. 
you know, they pay millions of dollars to have stuff branded. And I'm pretty sure that you're not going to be spending millions of dollars to have your stuff branded. So, you know, yes, logos can look good in that and logos can look cool. But a lot of times I see a lot of people get hung up on their logo. Their logo is one thing and one thing only. So the next thing, which is heart and vision to make sure you're able to keep growing. And then lastly is equipment. You know, I know a lot of people that have started off with a 2.4 pressure washer or 2.3, 3,000 PSI pressure washer. Now, would I recommend that? No, but I've seen people have success with it and get successful. I would much rather see you go rent something that's a little bit bigger so you can do a little bit quicker and get jobs done a little bit faster. And at the end of the weekend, you could have you a $1,000, $1,500 weekend and you have about $200 in rental fees. Much better than that 2.3. It's going to go a lot faster and it's going to do a lot better. So, you know, that is just one thing that you got to do. You know, if you want, if you have a $15,000, $20,000 budget and you want to go spend that budget on all of a, on one thing, I wouldn't go with that either because I've seen this many times. I had a good friend, Thomas, down in Georgia. Thomas Dudley, or not Dudley, Thomas, I can't remember his last name. And he bought a $25,000 rig and wouldn't spend $0 on marketing. He barely bought signs. And he kept his business for two years and he sold the rig for like 15,000 bucks. Um, and so, you know, that's why, you know, people love spending money on rigs. They love spending money on stuff that you can touch and the shiny objects that we can make things that we make things faster and all the things that we want to touch it and do it. But we're not willing to spend money to get customers. And that is probably one of the biggest things that I see as problems of why we got to do that. Um, Bobby, what's up? Good luck on the new business. Jason, I ran into a problem. How can I get clay mud stains off of wood fence? I got the fence clean, but I can't figure out the mud. You're going to need to use a asset. Um, you're going to need to use an asset. F9 will work. Um, you're going to have to just use an asset to get it off there for the red clay stains um, because it's got oxide It's got oxide in the mud and that gets up on the house or on the vinyl siding and that's what you're going to end up having to use. Now, being that it's wood, I don't know what that acid is going to do to make that wood brighter. Um, you might have to spray the, you I would definitely do a test spot on it. Um, you can do aluminum brightener. You can do different things out there with it. Embrace the suck, ladies and gentlemen. Start slow and learn the process. You know, make sure you understand what you need to do. Make sure you know everything at the end. Of, you don't need to know everything. You know, here's, here's the thing. You don't have to know everything to do this business. This is a very, in fact, I'm going to say that the pressure washing side of this business is the easy side. A lot of times we go down the route that, oh my God, this pressure washing side, that's so hard. I got to know everything before I start. I got to have it all down. I got to have, you know, I got to know everything to a T and, you know, and, and I just worried about that. I've taught many 18, 19 year olds how to pressure wash. That's an easy thing. 
The hard part is is getting business. I got a stupid big old bug in here. Um, getting business is the hard part. The easy part is the the pressure washing. That spraying, all we're doing is spraying water, spraying water, a little bit of chemical. That's the easy part. The hard part is the making sure that we can get business, making sure that we don't screw stuff up, making sure that we know how to tell if we do how to fix things, how to do things. You know, I've got some people and I see it all the time and people on videos and stuff and they're hating on the people that don't know how to work on their equipment. My God, you should know how to work on your equipment. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I know a lot more successful pressure washers out there that don't know how to work on equipment than I know um, that are that are mechanics and know how to work on their pressure washer, but they don't have a lick of sense when it comes to business and, and a lick of sense of how to sell stuff and a lick of sense about marketing. So which one would you rather have? Which one would I rather have? A person that knows how to work on equipment and knows everything about this equipment or the person that knows business and understands business. This guy over here that understands business is going to make way more money than this dude ever is going to make. Because you know what? It comes back to this book right here. Who, not how. It's not how I make this stuff work. It's who do I put to fix that stuff so it does keep working. Who do I know or who do I can go to and do it and get my stuff up and ready and who can go and do the things of the things that I need to do. So, you know, I, and I see this argument of, well, if you don't know how to work on stuff, you just shouldn't even be in the business. Or if you don't know how to do business, maybe you shouldn't be in the business. You know, and that's just the different parts of running a business at the end of the day. You know, a lot of people out here don't know how to run a business. And, you know, you can say whatever you want to say, but running the business is the hard part. You know why it's the hard part? Because there's a lot of things that go into running a business. It's not just about spraying water. That's one of the things. There's spraying water. There's marketing, sales, business. There's, um, shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Everything there is out there to keep your business running, you know, collecting the money, making sure that we're doing everything, the checklist, all of the things that we need to do so that way we can keep growing our business. And that is what we got to do. A lot of times we go down this road of, well, I, I got to go work on my equipment. Well, what if you paid somebody to work on your equipment and you were able to do marketing and now you're able to get more money? Because working on our equipment might be a $50 an hour, $80 an hour task. But how much is working on marketing and getting the next customer and the next customer worth at the end of the day? How much is that blog post that you posted? How much is that um, picture on Google My Business worth? How much is getting that five-star review for their worth? Is it worth $80 an hour or could it be worth $8,000 an hour? You never know. I'm going to guess that sometimes it can be worth a whole lot at the end of the day. So just remember that a lot of times we get down in the weeds and we get down into the, the jungle of the crap and the stupid giant ass bug. Um, but 
you know, these are some things that we got to look at. And this is called business because a lot of time in business, we don't really, we get down into the weeds of, oh my gosh, I got to fix my equipment. I got to nick, you know, I got to keep putting money into this thing. And maybe we need, maybe we need to just let it go and run the way it is and go put more money into marketing. Go do more things. Go learn about sales. Go learn different things. I think postcards are better than flyers. I did just to try out 150 door to door, no phone calls, zero, not even one. I did five, he's still walking. I'm still gonna push it. But at least you got some good exercise in. You always gotta look at it on the positive side. Always on the positive side. You got great exercise in. <laughs> And and door to door don't always work for everybody. You know, they don't always do it for everybody. So that is definitely. I already put a hundred yard signs out and just ordered more. Also getting ready to get some door hangers this week. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought I heard you say you don't use a pressure washer for roofs. Also, you don't like a 12 volt system, if that correct. This is no, I did not say that. So you are right. Well, you are right on one thing. You don't use pressure washer on a roof. You can't do that. But I do use a 12 volt on the roof. That's what I use for my roof cleaning. Um, I don't use air or nothing like that because there's a lot of different things and components that go into it. But I do do use a 12 volt. Nobody gives a crap about your logo. They don't give a about your name. They give a about good results. I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um you can't put yard signs everywhere. Yeah, you're right. You can't. In fact, if you want to know the truth, you probably ain't allowed to put them out in most 90% where people put them out. If you want to go down that road, but wherever you get told you can't do it, you just don't put them out there. I would say a good, reliable sign. People don't stare at signs too long. Nope. I think I got more calls from house washing sign than I did pressure washing sign. Well, you'd be the first one motorcycle because most everybody else I know are getting the opposite. Who is the author of that book? The author of that book is by Patrick Han 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 L-O-N. Hanlon, Hanlon, something like that. Um, I asked the lady at my supplier about the shortage, and she said she hasn't heard anything. Then the pool store guy told me he thinks it's the tablets, not the liquid. And I think you're right about that. I think that is the biggest thing out there right now. Where do you guys get yard signs at? Right here is a great place to get yard signs, and you buy me a cup of coffee. Pressurewashhelp.com slash get signs. It doesn't cost you any extra. Um, if you go through there, it's through UZ Marketing, and they work good. Um, four, yes, you should get a four-gallon at least. Should I wait? and get my business name or just go for it. Just go for it. The one thing I'm going to tell you about a business name is, is it is a good idea to think about 
think about um, naming it pressure washing or power washing. Um, and the reason why is, is because um, if you're doing your Google My Business, it can help you out. Hint, hint. If you look up pressure washing, power washing, most of the time it's going to have that words in there. Or them will be the top three. I have a 3.5 and making money with it. That's exactly right. Exactly. Just started, just rented a surface cleaner, $21 from Home Depot. Um, Jason, don't have the web page that answered a lot of these things. What? Jason, don't you have a web page that answers a lot of these things? I do. I do. Have you ever heard of Thrive? It's an agency that keeps all the power washing. Yeah, it's like a CRM. I have not. Um, I looked into it just because George had said something about this a couple weeks ago. Um, I been They've been calling the crap out of me because I wanted to see what it was. And I don't know nothing about it, though. What do you think of F9 Double Eagle? Um, it's a degreaser. I don't know. I never use it. I like F9 Bark is my favorite. And here's why I'm going to tell you F9 Bark is my favorite. I know they have other things in there and they have different assets and stuff. Um, but I had one of my mentor clients come and had a painted, um, had the vinyl site. Well, it was aluminum siding that had melt that had drip down onto the brick. Um, so like where the stuff comes down and he tried, uh, not the double Eagle, but, the um, groundskeeper and it did nothing to it. He put the F9 bark on it. Bam. Made it look brand new. He put the Flo F9 on it. You don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start if you want to be great. Yeah. You have to start somewhere. And a lot of times people don't want to start. A lot of times we kick the can down the road and we want to do it. Ever use Joe Max? Nope, I have not. Follow-ups? Follow-up is very important. If you're not following up, as uh, Ray would say, you'll be folded up. 18, just started out and having trouble getting customer. Any tip other than basic advertising? I don't have the big professional looking rig, which I think affects getting clients, especially commercial clients. I would have to disagree with that. Um, I never had a big, I mean, I had a big rig, but it never was lettered. Um, and I didn't use that as my sales tactics, um, Ken. So, the biggest thing is, is, you know, keep posting on Facebook, keep doing the things that you can do for free. If you have some money to put more into marketing, then obviously you can try to start doing AdWords and do different things like that. Make sure that you're getting your five-star reviews, you know, and here's the thing, go do a free house. Now I'm not talking about a free house of a small crappy house. I want you to do a free house of houses that you want to do. If, if you haven't put pictures up of houses you want that you are looking for, I'm talking the three, four, five, half a million dollar houses. Them are the houses I want you to do a free one on so that you can go out there and get hundreds of pictures 
And when you do that and you start putting these pictures on Google and you start posting them on Facebook couple and you can, yes, you can reuse these pictures over and over and over. You don't have to go and do this one job. And no, it don't have to be like this nasty, dirty, ugly house. It can be a clean house. Them are the houses you are looking for. You know, when you see websites, a lot of websites, especially when they're professional done, you don't really see a lot of the before and after pictures of the nasty, dirty. You know why that is? Because that's not the customer you're looking for. You're looking for the customer that has a big, nice, clean house that cleans it up. That's the customer you're looking for. You're looking for the customer that is there. And on your commercial jobs, well, there's other ways to get commercial jobs. One, and I know you're young, but you can still do it. Go do networking. Go network. Go to the Chamber of Commerce and join it and network in there. You know, people will love that you are young and willing to do stuff. Because right now, the young people are getting a bad, bad look at them. They're called, a lot of people will call you lazy. They will call you not willing to do nothing and anything. Now, the one thing I don't want them to do is, and I don't want you to let them do it, is to try to beat you down on price because you're young. That has nothing to do with it. Nothing at whatsoever. So what I would tell you to do is, is again, go do a free house at a big neighborhood. Those are the neighborhoods you want. You don't want the poor neighborhood. You don't want the trailer parks. There aren't no good pictures at the end of the day because I don't want those customers. Those customers are no good to you at the end of the day. They're not a paying client at the end of the day. We want to go find big houses, big things. And this is what you're going to do when you do that free house. This is some things that are going to be some stipulations for that free house so you get lots of pictures. One, they got to give you a five-star review. Two, they got to share it out into their Facebook or into their group. Remember, the only stipulations that you're going to ask for is that I'm going to share out these pictures and you're going to give me a five-star review and you're going to shout at me out on social media and call me out. And when you do that, that will grow your business. Now, you might say, well, we're, you know, obviously I'm going to go look, but, you know, you can do, a, you know, hey, I'm, I'm a new pressure washing business here and do this in a local Facebook group. That's a bigger one that especially like here, there's Triple Crown. That's our big neighborhood in Northern Kentucky. That's the high dollar neighborhood in Northern Kentucky. So if you can get in their Facebook group and say, hey, I'm willing to do, I'm, start, I'm brand new starting this pressure washing business. I'm 18. You don't even have to say you're, I'm just young and this is what I love to do in this is what I'm wanting to do. I'm willing to do a free house wash, but these are the stipulations you have to do. And I'm only picking one. And if you're a veteran or if you're retired, that would even be better for me to help you out. Because guess what? People love when you help other people that can't do the work. You know, people love that you if you have a disabled vet that you can go and help him and get his house washed or do things that he can't do. Or maybe it's an older lady that you know, her husband died last year and she just can't get to it or hasn't gotten to it. And you can help and you can pull those strings and all that kind of stuff. So that is what we got to do to be able to get more customers that way. If you're having issues, the other thing on the commercial thing, are you doing your LinkedIn? Are you doing email marketing? Are you knocking on doors? Are you doing any of that kind of stuff? Because if we're going to just sit there, this goes back to, I'm going to just sit here and hope that commercial work's going to come in. Well, if you're not doing these four things, you can hope in one hand and, 
in the other hand, and that's all you're going to have is, is the poop in the other hand. So, you know, we can hope and want all we want. Hoping and wanting doesn't get us work at the end of the day. Hoping and wanting is something that a lot of people out here do is I hope and I want, I hope and I want. That doesn't get us business at the end of the day. Taking action is what gets us business. Getting out there, pounding on doors, doing the things, doing your LinkedIn, doing your Google My Business, doing all those things. Well, it's it's like building blocks. You didn't build, they didn't build Rome in a day. One block on top of another. That's what we got to do. And yes, time is money. And yes, rigs don't get you customers. I can promise you that. Marketing is number one. And a lot of people have issues with understanding that marketing is number one. If you don't buy now, no, Jason is the same, or SEM, what we call in the Army, subject matter expert in pressure washing, self-washing. So go subscribe now. I just started with Google Ads Friday night, and as of right now, I've already booked four, five jobs. That's awesome. Mess mean you got a good landing page? You got you answer your phone? What? You mean you got to answer your phone if you do Google Ads? Yep. Just started out about a month ago, and I can say being lazy will not <laughs> will not get customers. Going to start hitting doors and meeting people. Meet more tomorrow. You know, try to meet one new person every day or two new people every day. Whether it's on Facebook, it's on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn, you can search for your area and start, you know, obviously if you want to try to do the, you know, just anybody, construction, anybody, facility managers, all that kind of stuff. I'm considered, I'm curious what chemical use in managing runoff. We use sodium hypochlorite and most of the time it's going to stay on property because it's just on the house. What happened to the 5,000 or to so startup pressure washing setup? Um, what happened to the startup pressure washing equipment setup? Because um, it ain't 5,000 anymore. That's what that's about. It's going to be hard to build a rig for under 5,000 anymore. I'm building one right now. It's actually a skid. It's going to go in the back of a truck and it's going to be almost 12.5. And that's me making two grand all this. Just equipment alone is going to be 10 grand. Equipment not only is getting hard to get, it's hard, It's getting more and more expensive. Do you have to completely remove all the moss and leachings from the roof before applying the chem? If so, what about the stubborn leaching? So this depends. This depends because 90% of the country, you don't have to move any of it. You can spray it and be done with it. If you're out west, if you're out like Oregon, Portland, up that area, they do a lot of them do remove it and then spray it because you've got carpet moss and carpet leachings. Around here, we don't get carpet moss. And when I mean carpet moss, it's this thick and all the way across. So that's different. What do you use for red dirt cleans to clean off brick? You're going to use an acid. You can use F9 bark. Stuff like that will remove it. You can even use aluminum brightener, but it is what it is. Hey, Jay, look, this is simple sense, and a lot of folks lack common sense. 
You can't hold everyone's hand, and if you do, they still don't get it. Look, people, do your research. And a lot of times, this is just knowing, you know, doing what you need to do at the end of the day. What kind of cams do you use when cleaning really dirty concrete? Well, I'm going to use a surface cleaner, and then I'm probably going to put a, um, the surface cleaner is going to get up 90%. I might pre-soak it. I might not. Um, and then I'm going to um, put house wash mix down after the fact. Um, if it's really bad, you can put a roof mix on it, and that way it'll kill anything extra. If it's got a bunch of grease and stuff like that, if it's got a bunch of oil and nastiness, then you need a good degreaser. Did my first roof job today. How'd that go, Big Rob? 20 minutes of doing something is worth more than 20 hours of thinking about doing something. Take action. Right here, take action. Because a lot of people don't do the 20 minutes here of doing something is worth more than 20 hours. Because we can think about something all day long. I see a lot of procrastination. I see... A lot of people sit there and be like, I want one day, one day I'm going to do this. One day I'm going to do that. One day. And I'm going to just, I'm going to put a little secret in there. One day never comes. You die one day and that will come. That, that is one thing that is for sure guaranteed. I just got my first two jobs yesterday going door to door. Awesome blossom. I'm making bank with my 2.9. Home Depot machine, that thing just won't die. And when you get bigger and you start getting that bigger machine and then get that four, five, eight gallon machine and you're able to do three times as much, then you realize <laughs> Greg Townsend, who did 80,000 last year, he just got him an eight gallon. So he just went from four to an eight gallon. He's like, man, this thing throws some water. He's like, I'll be able to do two more jobs. Congratulations, Matthew. I'm starting my own this coming up week. Wish me luck. Thanks for the mention. No problem, George. And honestly, I would wait and try to get a four. And even if you got to rent one for a couple weekends to be able to make enough money to get a four gallon. And really the five is even better. If you can get about 15, 1600 bucks and get that five and a half, that is a great machine to start with. Got 50 yard signs and stakes for $139. Are the vines that people grow for ground cover hard, hardy, or will they easily die with house wash? No, they are hard as crap. They're stupid. Thrive helps to get you out on the web, design a website, a great CRM payment option, etc. Give them a try. Did I catch this live? Well, I'm still live. Did my first follow-up? George gave me a super chat. Thank you. I don't know what it is. I'll have to see what down there. It don't come up to no more. Did my first follow-up? Turns out she's a realtor and was really very happy with the job I did and says she will refer me to all her clients. That's awesome, Rob, on that house roof clean. Most of my customers are million-dollar homes. Then keeping up with the Joneses start. Yep, that's what it's all about. Great work, Big Rod. Get that networking going. 
Um, so small, you're going to get small advertising in rich neighborhoods, bigger tickets, and more likely to call you for pressure washing. Right on. Can't overlook the not-so-dirty houses. And a lot of people do this. They look over them, and especially you being a lawn care and that kind of stuff. We want to go into the neighborhoods that they're doing lawn care, that people aren't mowing their grass, that people are paying to do things. Because if they're not willing to pay to mow their grass, they're probably not going to be willing to mow to pay you to do the house washing. And so, you know, when we get to that, them are the neighborhoods that we're looking at. I just want to thank Jason. My first four weeks, half busy this year, taking your advice has put me past my goal of $10,000. Are you people listening? I have customers giving me five stars as we speak. That is awesome. Much respect and love. 100% all the time. Is it smart to also do brick homes or just stick to the siding house? Also, would it be best to, way to clean brick home? Most homes, brick homes, I'm going to clean the exact same way with a vinyl siding. You're just going to clean it. Um, you're still hitting all the gutters and soffits and all of that kind of stuff. And that's what we're hitting. Um, if, it's, if it's got like this here and we're cleaning it, you know, this is fine. If it's got like black staining, then we might have to go a little bit stronger is the only thing that we may have to do. When you look back and say to yourself, I'm sorry, remember, sorry doesn't feed the bulldog. I don't think people care about your driveways where I'm from. Um, hello, pressure washing. What's the best device with chlorine shortage that you that's about to hit us. I haven't really heard about a lot of it. And Cincinnati Pressure Wash just said um, their supplier, which I know who their supplier is, um, and they're a huge supplier. They haven't even heard about it. It's more of the calcium. Anyone in Southern California? I know some people out there. Jason is right. Even when you're busy with jobs, you need to be marketing or the jobs will run out. And this is a great point right here. A lot of times when we get busy, we quit marketing. And that is the last thing we need to do. When we get busy, put the pedal to the metal and keep pushing that marketing as much as you can. I mean, double down. If you're busy and you got so much work you coming out of your ears, well, it gives you two things. One, raise your freaking prices. And two, keep don't stop marketing. Because that will hurt you in the end. Keep marketing, keep pushing, and keep doing what you need to do to keep it going. Because a lot of times we get into, because here's the thing. <clears throat> when you start raising your prices and you start getting <clears throat> two weeks out, three weeks out, two weeks out, and you start price bidding jobs at seven, eight hundred thousand dollar days or uh, jobs, and you get two or three of those, and right now you're only doing two, three hundred dollars. You're like, well, crap, I'm screwing myself that that person might not be, you know, be there in three weeks or they might cancel or whatever. Make sure you keep marketing. All these videos I see are back east. Need help in California. Just landed a twenty seven hundred dollar job wash and seal on a driveway. People will pay it. And a lot of times it's mindset. A lot of times we have the mindset that people would never pay that much. Well, he just got a $2,700 job of washing and sealing on a driveway. Think about that. Somebody's going to pay this dude 
$2,700 to spray water and to put a sealer down on his driveway. $2,700. Yeah, he might have $500 in cost by the time you pay for the sealer and all that kind of stuff. So people are willing to pay it. You just got to find the right people. If you're not finding the right people, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over, thinking that you're going to get a different um, reaction or a different thing. If it's not working, go find somewhere else and go do something different. Go try something else. Went great, except I ran out of surfactant and had to run to home to get more. Didn't really expect to use much soap. We used about 30 gallons of SH for a... I would have just kept spraying the SH and not worried about the surfactant. Made $350 yesterday for three hours using a 3.5. Can't wait to get up to a 5.5 or 8. Thank you, George. For the super chat, I appreciate it. It helps the channel out. Thanks for everything you do for us. Thank you, George. Have you dealt with yellow-orange leachings before? I've hit it with straight SH as a last resort. Still won't kill it. Silver is dead and gone. Not this stuff. No? I mean, usually it takes about a month to two months before that stuff will fall off. It'll be dead, but it'll take two month, month to two months um, and that's with some good range for that stuff to fall off. Ryan, I'm loving this industry. Why do my SH leave my brick ashy white after even thoroughly rinsing? Are you, you using calcium, um, sodium calcium, or are you using sodium hypochlorite? Because that's a little weird. Probably because you're letting it dry on it. That's the biggest thing. You're letting it dry, and it's probably causing it to um, put effervescence in it is probably what it is. Tell me about Christmas lights. Christmas lights is a great way to make money. It is something, the best thing about Christmas lights are, is you can downsell pressure washing all day long to that client list. Um, you can make anywhere from a hundred to half a million dollars to a million dollars in Christmas lights. Now, this year it's going to be a little tricky. I think um, supplies are suppliers are giving us issues of getting equipment and stuff. So um, I think that prices are going to go up in Christmas lights because I think the prices of that. Yes, they will pay for pressure washing and sealing a driveway. Jason, what do you think about HomeAdvisor? He says $100 a year, and he says, I just need to answer my phone. He's full of crap. Um, if you're not willing to answer your phone and get a bid out within five minutes and the deposit, don't do it. That's my, what I'm going to say. I'm thinking of getting a 30-gallon buffer tank for my five and a half coming this week. Just wondering if that will be enough. Yes, I've done many 30-gallon minute buffer tanks on that. I would probably do the Job valve um, versus the Hudson float valve. The Job valve, it does flow a little bit more. The Job valve, the Mega Flow. It's called a Job valve, J-O-B-E. I'll see if I can see that one on there. J-O-B-E, J-O-B valves, Job valves. I would do that over the the, uh, the the other thing. 
I book 1100 for a house wash and garage wash and small storage unit. Just like Jason said, we just have to find the right customers. Some people drop 5000 on a charity ball or a bottle of wine. They will pay. It's all about finding the right customers. Yes, we need to start thinking about Christmas lights now. I'm get I'm going to I'm trying to set up some dates for classes. I think I'm going to have a class in Connecticut up with Mr. Fred Zimmerman. Um he's got, had a large Christmas light business for the last 10, 12 years, finally making profit off of it because he's starting to listen to people that help him make profit and charge more. I booked five. I booked a 6,000 job, 9,000 square house. Customer wanted everything. Glad I'm running eight gallon and 11 and soft wash. In the South here, we can put all kinds of, uh, for kinds of moods constantly throughout the year. Call it mood lighting. In the South, the outdoor kitchen. So, I know I am going to be in Texas in this week in Dallas in Fort Worth for the Power Wash one. I don't know who all is going to be there. I hope some of you all are going to be in there. Um, I know they sold out all the free tickets, but basically what I've heard is, is um, if you come and you don't have a ticket, basically they're going to let all the tickets in and then they're going to let whoever else that is still there in after that. Um, I think there's going to be two to 300 people there is what's, um, that it will hold. I think it's 200 people is what I heard it will hold. And, um, that is definitely something that will be there. Um, the VIP, there was a few VIPs left. Um, so definitely go check out that. Um, there was a few VIPs left as of the other day. Um, I talked to, um, I talked to Mr. Hindeliner yesterday or two days ago, Friday. Um, and he was saying that there's a few ticket, there was a few VIP tickets left. Um, I would highly recommend if you could get a VIP to get the VIP. Um, it's, you get to, it gives you dinner, it gives, or it gives you lunch, um, one day. I don't know if it gives you lunch both days. Um, it gives us, you, there will be a, um, there's going to be kind of a get together, that night, Friday night, there'll be two drink tickets there that you get with it. And so the VIP is definitely something that I would highly recommend that you do. Um, just so that you can get around and be around there. So I can't wait to meet you all on Friday and Saturday. Um, it'll be a good time. I will be at the hotel on Thursday. I'm staying there Thursday night. Um, so I'll be there Thursday and Friday night, Saturday I'm leaving, but those two days I will be there. Also, I am having a class coming up on the 21st. You can go check that out at pressurewashhelp.com slash dates. This is an in-person training. This is a, this is something that is definitely something that you want to do. Also, I'm two hours from Dallas. It is a, um, you can go to powerwash um powerwash.u or powerwashu.com and it'll it's on that front page there. I think all the free tickets are gone, but I don't know if there's any VIP tickets left. And it has a I mean the lineup for this is 
almost better than any other lineup that I've seen, period. It'll be a great time to be there. Some really cool people that will be there. Um, so it's definitely, you don't want to miss it. Um, so that is definitely something you don't want to miss. Um, but again, if you want to go check out pressurewashhelp.com slash dates, this is my in-person training. This is where you touch the gun. This is where you wash. I only have one or two people signed up for this class as of right now. I think a lot of people went to Dallas. Um, and that is fine. Get out of here, bug. Um, but um, that means whoever does come to this class will get a lot of hands-on. You'll get to do about everything. Um, so that's good for you because way I learn is through hands-on. So it'll make you more confident in what you're doing. It'll speed up your process and it'll make a lot of things make sense and you'll get a lot of things out of it. So definitely want to go check out pressurewashhelp.com slash dates. And then my in, my online training, you can go check out pressurewashhelp.com slash free. And there I got my membership and I've just added the 26 steps to the amazing perfect house wash. And I'm doing a lot of stuff in there, and I'm going to add a lot more to it. What would be the best pressure washer to get before you need a buffer tank? Um, a four-gallon a minute can go up without a buffer tank. I've known some people in some areas get away with a five-gallon a minute without them there. Um, but, yes, yeah, so um, definitely um, I will be in Texas. Um, I'm probably going to try to get there on Thursday. Um I don't know when we're going to get in. Um, it's going to probably depend on um, how tra how everything goes and how far we want to push to get there on time. Um, and so if anybody is definitely, I will be there. Um, come up, talk to me, let me know. Um, make sure that you are just, I'm more willing, I'm an open book when I'm in person. I'll tell you anything you want to know. Um, I'll give, and so a lot of times we get a lot of crowds around us, um, uh, when we're stand, you know, I know when we did the washathons in the past, we have large crowds around us and, you know, and that's where you guys can learn a lot of times more people, you'll learn more in, uh, drinking the beer at night and hanging around with everybody than you ever will learn in probably any of the classes. Um, it's just. I think that's the biggest thing of how people learn is, you know, that's there. Um, I am close enough to the Cincinnati area. Yeah, I'm I'm in northern Kentucky. I'm actually right by the airport. So if anybody flies into Cincinnati, like literally you stay right next to the airport and that's where the class will be. It's within 20 minutes of there. So, um, but definitely go check that out. Um, it's a great thing to do. Um, like I say, I can't wait to meet everybody. Um, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'll tell you all. Um, this will be the biggest crowd that I'm speaking in front of. I think there will be, if there's two or 300 people, the most I've ever spoken in front of is about 50. So um, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Um, and the closer I get, I think the nervous I get. So, um, But you know what? I can do hard things, just like you all can do hard things. And, uh, and so that is definitely something that you want to do. Jason, Bobby has my phone number. If you need it, when you are here, I'm about an hour and a half away from Florence. Where are you at then? If you're there, um, where are you located? Are you Dayton, Columbus, Indianapolis, Louisville, Lexington? 
E Town. E Town's a little bit further than that. Jason nervous. Yes, Jason is nervous. Um, Jason, you do great. Just be you. So I'm I'm excited about it. I'm running three, four guys. <laughs> see, Wild West one doing million dollar homes, but never ever donates money to anybody, and is always the first guy on the live stream. Dude's a phony. <laughs> uh, just be you. You're so appreciated. So I, I do have a great thing that I'm I'm actually changing it. I've uh, I've I've went I was going to go down one road and I've switched it and I'm going to go down a different road because I know that a lot of people are new and I'm going to push it more toward that. Now it'll be good for other people, but it'll be there between Cincinnati and Columbus. I was actually up that way. Uh, my daughter had a soccer tournament or a soccer game in Columbus this Saturday, and we drove all the way up to Wilmington, and it got canceled. So we turned around, drove the IR back home. So that kind of sucked. Um, <laughs> um, but it happens. It happens. So, well, um, do you have plans for any classes in July? We'll be coming back from overseas around that time. I do. Um, actually, July 9th. Um, July 9th, I believe is going to be, um, it's going to be a good, it's, I, it hasn't came out yet. Um, I might let the cat out of the bag a little bit, but that will be actually one of my better classes. Um, it's going to be me and Bobby Walker and Dan Plata. We're going to be putting a classes, a couple of classes together this year. Um, so it will be, um, it's not just me It's you get, Bobby Walker, and you'll get Dan Plata, which is, he's a great accountant, bookkeeper, and the business side of things. So um, definitely something that you might want to look at. Will you be in Atlanta? I will be in Atlanta at the huge convention. Um, I'm going to be speaking there too. I'm going to be doing a um, pretty much how to do marketing on a budget and go down that road there of what you need to do there. Do you have plans to make it up north in New Jer by New Jersey? I do. Um, well, Connecticut, I don't know how far Connecticut is from you. Um, I do have plans to do one in Connecticut, maybe in August, and it's going to be a pressure washing in Christmas light, and it will be with um, um, Zimmerman. Will the event be at the Power Wash store? That place is small. will be crazy. I don't think it's at, it's, it's, they said it's walking distance from the two hotels. Um, so wherever them two hotels are, it's walking distance to there. I've never been to the power wash store, so I don't know. I'm obviously going to go so I can get some video and talk to Michael, but, uh, I don't know where it's at. So, well, hope you all have a great night. I got to get busy because tomorrow's going to be crazy. And so that is it. August is the huge. Yes, that is correct. And if you need um, tickets to the huge, Make sure you go out and check out pressurewashhelp.com slash huge and then put king in the discount code and that'll give you $50 off, $50. And you buy me a cup of coffee by doing it. So go pressurewashhelp.com slash huge and it saves you $50. Put king in the um, into the um, discount code. It gives you $50 off and it buys me a cup of coffee. And I don't even drink coffee. so. Um, but it does. So 
definitely go check that out. Hope you all have a great night. Um, what do you think about crew systems? What do you think about crew system on rigs? I don't know what a crew system is. I'll do that. I'll be there. So, hope you all have a good night, and we'll see you all later. All right, guys, that is all the time we have for today's show on the King of Pressure Wash podcast. I know you found this as exciting as I did. If you appreciate the work we do it here at King of Pressure Wash, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And give this episode a five-star review. I would appreciate it very much. This helps me get to other people so that they can be successful just like you can be also. And if you're looking to start and grow your own pressure washing business to give you and your family financial freedom, time freedom, be sure to sign up at thekingofpressurewash.com so you can be the king of pressure washing in your area.